episode five of the Solo Healing Podcast. Like I mentioned previously, this season I have dived into the creative side and into other perspectives of life. So without further ado, I'll allow my guest to introduce herself. Hi, I am Laura Jane. I am a psychotherapist, writer, um, and I guess all-round creative. I've written down Clean. different, different, different things, but I guess... Um, what people would kind of know and see would be the psychotherapy and the writing. Sure, lovely, lovely. Now, the thing that I've been doing um, at the beginning of each episode, so far, no one's getting them right. Are you good with riddles? I don't know. <laughs> <sighs> Have you ever been good with riddles? I don't, I don't know. Or oh, they just want your thing? No. <laughs> okay, so I've been given a riddle, and you can answer it now, but I told the answer at the end. Okay. Um, but you <laughs> To get, just hearing from your voice, I don't know how this is going to be. Okay, so pay attention to this one, yeah? Okay. If I have it, I don't share it. If I share it, I don't have it. What is it? Mm. Oh, my gosh. If you don't know it now, it's yeah, okay. I don't. Okay, then no problem. But just remember, that's the question. And obviously, for you guys listening, you can always let me know. DM me, comment, and let me know what you thought it was. Okay, so Laura, could you introduce yourself to us? So you said you're a psycho psychotherapist and a yeah. writer. For those who don't know, what is a psychotherapist? So a psychotherapist is um, essentially someone that's above a counsellor. So we would um, deal with more of the deep-rooted issues that people face. Um, so we'd work with people on a more longer-term basis, um, whereas with counselling, it's kind of dealing with more short-term. Okay. So yes, um, mostly short-term is sometimes when people probably go through CBT therapy, right? Okay. Um, psychotherapy would be more expensive, so you'd probably be looking at maybe like psychodynamic, so things that are more long term, for example. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I guess psychotherapists are counselors, well as well as psychotherapists within counselors, um, would just be doing counseling. Okay, and then the writer. Yeah, so writer. I've been writing from when I was really young, mm-hmm. um, and then I kind of fell out with it, and then I started writing again. I guess a couple of years ago, and then during the pandemic, mm-hmm. well, actually, just two two years before the pandemic, I started to kind of do some creative writing, and I would put it up. Sure. Um, and then I decided to write a book in the pandemic. Okay. Yeah. I recently got back to, like, newsletter stuff. I haven't mm-hmm. It's been quite sporadic. But, um, oh, nice. Yes, I've got some coming up. I've got a few things, so it's going to get back really okay, easy. Great, great, great. But, yeah, so writing is allows me to kind of tap into a creative side of mm-hmm. me but allows me to tap into other people as well so I write not just from my perspective but kind of like a collective community I think I've kind of picked up from different people oh and okay interesting yeah kind of sharing stories that other people would relate to interesting I've yeah. never heard it being put like, I like that yeah. so great so you you mentioned that you were writing you've been writing since you were a child do you mm-hmm. have any favorite books when you were a child yeah do you know what Hamza Surprise used to be my <gasps> favourite. Yeah. No way, you've just given me the biggest flashback. <laughs> the girl with the fruit, with the basket. fruit basket. Yeah. Oh, that was like my favourite book in yeah. year too. I, I like, don't ask me how I remember the year, <laughs> but I really vividly remember the story being told. Yes. And they would put cloth on the table and exactly. it was plastic fruits. Yeah. And we had to know each time which one she dropped and how she picked yeah. it up. I love I that book. I loved it so much. And I guess, like, oh, yeah. just the message of the book, I guess, yes. when we were younger, what we saw was just different animals picking right. from. But the message of, like, when you see it now, it's like, mm. 
I look at it as like, wow, somebody's on a journey with so much, and yeah. there's people picking from that that woman. Yeah, that right. Girl. She's carrying her basket exactly. the way she wants it, but each time she's carrying something for herself, it seems like someone wants to take this, someone exactly. wants to take that, and then it's like even the more of the story of when it comes back to her, exactly, because there's that whole thing of like giving yourself so much away. Exactly. Eventually, you're gonna want it back. Exactly. Depends on the kind and of character you're. Yeah. yeah, it did. It did. Exactly. Amen. It did come in abundance. Oh my gosh, you just took me all the way back. I love that. Any other books? Um, what did I used to like? Um, I, I, I liked Tracy Beaker's books. Come on, because yeah. I was wondering when you were going to mention Jackie yeah. Wilson to me. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I love Most definitely. Exactly. Her um, mind is, I don't know how Jacqueline does it, but that level of creativity in yeah. her books, yeah. So, was their favourite one that you had? Um, do you know what? I don't even remember because I actually read all of them, but mm-hmm. I think because I was balancing it with the shows as well, I just thought, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, those two for sure. And then I guess as I got a bit older, mm-hmm. um, I was like into like Half of the Yellow Sun and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, she is, yeah, she's really the feminist. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then I guess now, mm-hmm. um, I, one of my favourite books now is What I Know For Sure by Oprah Winfrey. Ooh. Yeah, it's a really The title's already yeah. caught me. Okay. I think people that don't know Oprah, that's mm. literally the best way to... Figure it out. Yeah. But also, it's, it's such a relatable book in different in different ways. Okay, so would you say it's autobiography? Or yeah, it, it okay. is. And then it's like, she has so many different parts from like other authors as well. Oh, yeah. that's lovely. So little, so letters from other authors that exactly, involved in exactly. really, so really good. It's a very good book. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now we're on the writer side of you. So yeah. what got you into being that of lady? Because that's such a big black. That's rare to hear. I know. Like, for our community. Exactly. As well. I was gonna say for a black person. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I guess so. There's and I, this will probably come up later mm-hmm. in the podcast, but there's the Black and Asian Network where you can find. Um, black and asian therapist okay. um but when people see that directory they think oh my god there's a lot of black and asian therapists but compared to other directories where like every therapist is on mm-hmm. you see that that we're really a minority in terms yeah. of like how much of our service space and then when you think the access of, we have exactly mm-hmm. and then being young as well it's like but yeah um to be honest i think i've always been that like the mother of every group kind of and I've always, always got to be one exactly yeah. <laughs> and so I've always been that kind of helping person I guess when I was doing my undergrad mm-hmm. um yeah it was a case where they were kind of pushing us into like doing teaching because that was the main thing okay but obviously there was other things that you could do but you just had to search yourself mm-hmm. so I just remember like thinking yeah counseling sounds good but there's something more uh, like that I'm looking for and I just typed mm-hmm. I typed on Google that you wanted to yeah learn mm-hmm. and I just typed on Google something like oh what do you call someone that deals with things deeper than counseling and then psychotherapy came up wow and I thought oh my god wow yeah this is it and I started the journey from there um and yeah I guess like I think it was I remember having counseling when I was 18 and I, I don't even know how I got there I guess it was mm-hmm. my third I'm not even too sure I just landed in a room um, with a lady and at that time I was not ready for it clearly because right. the session just wasn't effective okay um no like judgment on her but I just felt like I guess it was a space where she wanted me to speak and I guess I was quite I mm. was more in like freeze mode at the time so it wasn't it wasn't open to you but she felt she had given an open space yeah so but she, it wasn't that open enough for you to be that vulnerable exactly so you shut off yeah I was 18 mm. didn't know what the heck right um 
I guess I needed a bit of probing and it was just okay. too, yeah. And so I left that one singular session just feeling like, what the heck is this? Wow. So I think that left the seed in my head about mm. it. Luckily, it left the seed of like me actually venturing into it in the future. Thank God for that. Because yeah. for some, it's like, that's it for you me. Shut down. Can't say I didn't try. I did it exactly. You shut down. See, this is why I don't do it. Exactly. This is why I just pray or this is why I just write or this is why I just shut off or this is why I go with substances or exactly. I am who I am. But instead something sparks off in your head you mm-hmm. thought you know what the way you treated me makes me feel like not only can i do better for myself mm-hmm. but i want to figure out why this exactly. actually took place so that's really good that i want to say young age because i believe when you're 18 you're still young but <laughs> yeah you i mean you're the very sweet tell me <laughs> but i really do believe thinking that when i was 18 that you're still young so for you to do that that's, Even when it's really good I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm, like, I'm glad. Your brain, <laughs> your brain actually fully develops at 25. Whoa. Yeah. So you're, you sis, you just answered a lot of questions for me. Yeah. yeah so knowing. scientifically, your brain, your frontal. Is this for both genders? Sorry. <laughs> Because obviously we're more we, exactly. we're really mature more than men. Yeah. Okay. But from twenty five, that's actually when your brain fully develops. So even like with um, you know, courses like there's certain courses that mm-hmm. they actually won't allow you to be on unless you're actually over twenty six. I like because that. Because obviously, that's good. yeah. So it took a, it took a while for me to actually get on my course because I guess I was quite young. Um. Mm. So um. Yes, I guess, yeah, that that journey kicked off. And I guess now it just is more of a case of, I feel like there's so many different reasons as to why I became a psychotherapist is, you know, representing the Mm -hmm. underrepresented. And I guess more so, like, it allows me to do a deeper work on myself, like a journey for myself. Um, And I feel like with the community, like our upbringing, like growing up in African or Caribbean households, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of trauma, um, a lot um, mm-hmm. And whether that, like, I guess trauma is different for people. Everyone Speak trauma is different. Yeah. Um, but I think that, you know, sometimes we can grow up in, like I said before, freeze mode, avoidant, and just kind of, you know, but this allows me as an individual to really, like, look into certain things for myself and that actually identify things on other people as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, I think that's my journey into psychotherapy. I'm loving this so far. Trust me, you're asking a lot of questions for me. <laughs> So let's dive into that. Why do you then think mental health is so important, but only recognise once something tragic occurs? Mm-hmm. Example, suicide. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm not on socials, there must be something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Or I'm no longer who I portrayed myself to be, so surely I must be falling off the rails or something's going on. Why is it only recognised when something tragic occurs? Mm-hmm. Mental health is extremely important, and I think... There's mental health, which you have physical health, psychological health, right. and then there's mental health issues. And I think everyone kind of merges the two. Mm-hmm. Mental health issues is someone that's actually struggling with things that's affecting their day-to-day activities. But we all have mental health, and we all have to take care of every part of us. Right. Um, and I guess I think certain things happen and become extreme. One, because as an individual, you could be ignoring the signs. So, like, you know, we know a lot of people experience burnout, but sometimes yes. you know that you're getting burned out, but you're so on this kind of like I have to grind I have to work hard rather than just working smart that it leads you to that pace and then you've gone so far that it could lead you to kind of you know becoming mm, depressed anxious yeah. etc for some maybe suicide because at that point they actually don't know how they got themselves in this place because they right, haven't actually yeah. been able to trace it mm-hmm. which is like I always say to, to people and myself like 
have a check-in with yourself every single day before you go to sleep. Like, wow, okay. identify like what kind of day it was for you. Um, what came up for you that you liked or you didn't so much like. Just really like, like scan yourself before yeah. you go to bed because mm-hmm. this is how like things can overlap. And then by the end of the week, you've had mm-hmm. a bad week and you can't even remember what it is that has happened. Right, but you're just carrying all this resentment and baggage, but exactly. you don't know where along the line has triggered you. Exactly. So wow. like have like short daily check-ins and then at the end of the week, you can actually reflect on that. And it's a lot of people don't like journaling, which I get it because it can yeah. be tedious. But just have mm. like self talk, so you're, you don't have you to can even record write. yourself and exactly. Analyze the tone of your this voice. This is it. A lot yeah. of people like recording themselves and stuff. So yeah, just check in with yourself. But I guess I think it's definitely neglect, and it could be yeah. neglect from yourself or neglect from other people, mm-hmm. um, that leads to those kind of places. But um, yeah, some things are actually like are like some things is like generational. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or like. You know, it's inherited. Um, yes. You know, and then some things is obviously like circumstantial or like the right. environment. Mm. Um, I, I, yeah, I guess because we've grown up in a culture like, let's say, if we go back to Blackberry days, if someone put a black BP, you know, something was going on. Right. So or a dash, and you were unavailable. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, why would anyone think any different if somebody takes time mm. off on of social media? It's something that we've seen for years. Very true. So, you know, it's Very just true. a different level of what that looks like now. Wow. Um, but, you know, better is that actually sometimes people actually taking the, the time off social media and actually having a great time. Like, they're just literally just I, taking care of themselves. I was off it for about, um, I don't know how many months. Um, I recently only started coming on because of, obviously, the podcast and other things that I do. Mm-hmm. But I was off it for a very long time, like, not posting, not scrolling on it, mm-hmm. just not being on it. And I was just being, I was just being beat. I was being mm-hmm. steady, just beat. And um, I was like, wow, I don't need Twitter. So I didn't, I deactivated. I said, oh, we'll see if I come back. So I haven't tweeted in like six months. We'll mm-hmm. see. Did it come back? I felt good. I'm not saying that it was it was haunting me or it was something that I needed to do. Mm-hmm. But like the check-in, I don't have it every night. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take note on that though. But I, it's something that said to me, it felt like my life was becoming repetitive mm-hmm. at one point. So I was just like, all of this is a bit like so blasé. Like yeah. everything is a bit like, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. If we don't comment on this, if we don't like this, mm-hmm. if this one doesn't get attention, if this doesn't, it does if this does get attention but it's not what it needs attention on mm-hmm. it was too i had too many questions that didn't have the answers mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. so i got off but you're right just being without that mm-hmm. and even not going out because i even had to just say you know let me just take a break and just musa mm-hmm. and just yeah. and i love journaling i write too right so mm-hmm. i loved it and just i could even tell that my journey got better because i start to i always know when i'm writing good i even knew from the time mm-hmm. my hand starts to hurt i'm going a bit fast yeah. so it's like i'm in i'm deep i'm just yeah. going and that was such a great feeling for me because mm-hmm. i started to think so then who is persona yeah, just like you said exactly. i've been going 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 in different systems mind you whether it's the educational system the family system the friendship system i've just been going going mm-hmm. going going I didn't pause to realise, so who am I and what's next for me? Because I keep just following what is meant to be accustomed for me, yeah. but I don't know what it is. Yeah. So when you said that thing about 25, yeah. it's, it literally, st- everything started happening after that. Yeah. After literally going through the pandemic, when I hit 26, I was like, oh, she, um, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I had to take a deep breath and be like, 
so I decluttered my room, my journal, I decluttered again. I was like, okay, what's next? I was like, okay, let me buy something for the let me buy something for the desk. Yeah. Put some new candles. You know, the more you do, you don't know what else can fulfill you. And that's yeah, when you start identifying yourself. Right. So then I started thinking, hmm. And then you've got this stigma with the generation and social media. Oh, she's changed. Who she thinks she is. Oh, you know what I mean? Right? Hello. <laughs> and thank you for answering that for me. <laughs> but it's like, you know, you've got people thinking, nah, I don't know if she's moving. Nah, yeah. she's fake. No, I'm telling you, that's just how she is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, people are going to always talk in it. Yeah. Bad or good, in it? I'm, di- I'm digressing, but I'm bringing it back. Trust me, just stay long. But it's like, people are going to box you. By the way, I'm not going to say that I haven't done that myself. Mm-hmm. I have done that myself. And I've realized looking back, that is not a nice feeling to yeah. keep making someone feel like they can't grow from who they were. I hate these. Right? Right? I, I say that all the time, and this is why even on my bio, I, I, mm. I put that, yeah, that I'm a psychotherapist, and I said something like, and I do other things. Yes, like, in brackets. I love yeah. that you did that, yeah. Because it's like... It makes me wonder. <laughs> yeah, because it's a case where it's like, I'm actually in very different fields that, you know, mm. unless you know, you would know. And it's it's just because I guess because you're being boxed, people think, oh my god, I didn't think she was this, or yes, she was that. Like, yes. um, so I'm like, yeah, the feels that I'm in, it's like, oh, very far off from that. Right. Like, I wasn't created to be boxed. Hello. And today I can do one thing, and tomorrow I can do another. I always say Monday's not the same day twice. So today's I Monday, tomorrow's Tuesday. So I can do whatever I want to do, and I can change my mind at any point. But literally, you have to tap into different things, like. I'm obviously a believer, so like, as a Let's believer, talk. Let's talk here. <laughs> yeah, so okay. like, as a believer, and even just like logical thinking, there's so many things that say that you know you should tap into different things, yeah. literally, like whether it's for prosperity or whatever mm-hmm. it is. But yeah. it's like, there's so many things in scriptures, it says it in books, it says it about having different sources of income, basically, because. Yes. It's one thing to actually generate income, but it's another thing to actually understand like what is my purpose basically. Um, And sometimes it's not linear. Sometimes it's It's very yeah. So yeah, I just I don't I don't. If people choose to box you, that's that's their thing. But you shouldn't box yourself. But I think especially in this generation where it's like that's why I say um please don't box me. But it's like okay, if you're doing this, it's like that's what you should be doing. Even being a psychotherapist. And maybe people see me doing other stuff or even mm. going out. It's like, oh my gosh. And it's like, I'm absolutely girl, human just girl, like you. Girl. I remember um, one of my tutors on the course, he was talking about like just what he does um, mm. on the weekends. Mm. And he said something like, oh my gosh, um, like in these earlier days, he was in a club and on top of the right. tables and he was just, you know, having a good time with yeah. one of his clients. And we kind of were just talking about that. And it's like this perception of, I guess therapists being in a certain mm. way and it's like we're absolutely human right just like you we experience things just like you the difference is that we've had to go through intensive and years worth of training of on how to like actually hold the space for other people and mm. how to deal with ourselves so we know the tools of how to deal with certain things where some people you've learned how to acquire a different level exactly different, exactly different empathy levels. non-judgment yeah, etc all of that this is it so don't be boxed love that because it goes into my next question it's like you're flowing you're flowing mm-hmm. i love it my next question was going to actually be because i really don't like the stigma yeah but what's your opinions about the stigma with mental health whilst being living in god because i have so many but i would like to hear from you <laughs> so i guess there's so many different things so i guess what are you from a from a believer's perspective so yes. in terms of 
Well, I guess, like I said, I guess everybody has mental health. Every human being has mental health, just as you right. have physical, psychological, etc. Yeah, whether um, good or bad, you have exactly. that health. Um, not everybody has mental health issues. Mm. Um, and I guess the moment you say something, I guess, and also even as as a believer, um, and, and whichever way, whatever you believe in, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I guess depending on maybe, I feel like there's extremes and then there's casuals, for okay. example. So you might be, let's say in the church, and you might be like what some people describe as an extremist and like mm. they believe that, oh my God, you can't have anxiety, you have to pray it out, mm, etc. Mm, mm. God forbid you feel bad today. Exactly. Right. Um, mm. And I always go back to the scripture of um, God um, has provided so many people, preachers, teachers, um, mentors. Exactly. Yeah. And so when we're living on this God's green earth, what do you think those people are? They are the GCSE teachers, they're the psychotherapists, mm. they're the music teachers, they're all of these people, they're the mentors. Right. They're literally what is said in the word. So you have to utilize these people because God knew what would happen mm. on earth. Right. So um, I think it's obviously very harsh to say that to people because then when you think of stuff like therapy, they shy away from it because it's like, mm. oh my gosh, mm. you know, I don't want to feel like I've got issues, etc. And then what actually happens is they just build cycles and patterns of like really bad behaviors. And then it shows in their relationships, whether that's platonic wow. or romantic. Yeah. Um, so it, it's just more of a case of understanding that you might not suffer from mental health issues, but you right. might have mental health episodes, for example. Okay. So for example, you might not have depression, but you might have depressive episodes. You might not be an anxious person, but you might have anxiety because naturally in our bodies, everybody gets anxious at least twice yeah. a month. Um, yeah, because your your oh. adrenaline literally builds up. So yeah, depending this on this makes what, a lot of sense with a lot of things. Yeah, so that's that's literally a wow. given. Yeah, so okay, your twice body, a month. Yeah, minimum. Ooh. So your body basically overproduces adrenaline, and then that's okay. what sends you to be anxious. Because mm. if you think of the different things that you engage in in, in life, of course that's what happens. Right. Exams, work, griefing. Exactly. Mm. So. You know, but some people it affects their day to day, and that's how they kind of become diagnosed with anxiety, whatever. But okay. clinically, we would diagnose you with anxiety or depression if you are behaving in the same way for four weeks constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's this is why maybe if you're having like on and off days, you might just be having low moods, for example. Yeah. So and with women, I usually say, you know, check around your cycle because it could be Ooh. that. You know, yeah. or you could be just entertaining energies that just need to get out. Hello. Yeah. So yeah. we know, especially as women, we entertain a lot of things mm-hmm. that we just Hello. shouldn't. <laughs> you know, so... No, but um, I like the way you've done that because there's... I don't know if you know her. Dr. Anita Phillips, she's uh, a preacher, but she's also a therapist. I literally came across her just the other day. Actually. She's really amazing, but she's a therapist too. And the reason why I've gravitated towards her podcast is amazing, by the way. And her, just her page and just her being, she's amazing. She breaks down this whole stigma in a sense of, she understands, a lot of us have grown up with whatever happens in this house stays in this house. Yeah. And we don't realise that as a child, and I say this to so many people, I am not a therapist, I've just had experiences, we are empty vessels, so we soak up everything. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking to your parents, oh, I didn't know you knew this, mm-hmm. I didn't know you saw this, mm-hmm. I didn't know you heard this, what did you think I was doing just sitting? Mm-hmm. It's like we soak up everything, exactly. right? So our memories are even fonder and clearer and sometimes a bit 
two distinctive yeah. ideas. And they're in shock because they don't realise that we're here when you guys are having the jokes, the arguments, everything. We see exactly. it, we see it all, we hear it all, we absorb it all. We then transfer it to either the playmate on the playground or then to the teacher mm-hmm. and so forth. And life continues and we learn. Mm-hmm. Unless someone then says, hello, right or wrong, you know, this is what, how it goes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, she breaks down this whole, the knowing, the seeing, the being and the doing. And it's mm-hmm. like, it takes place. And yeah. if you're touching on spiritual, it happens throughout the whole of Genesis. Mm-hmm. It happens with so many fam- families. I can't even jump into it too tough because I don't want to spiral with it because mm-hmm. I know I don't know from my previous episode. But a prime example is Jacob and Esau. Like his mom created childhood trauma in the household. You're my child, you're not that child. Yeah. Just by hearing that you're favorited by this person, yeah. it doesn't allow you to then build that friendship or relationship with that mm-hmm. next person. Yeah. So it's like we don't realise that, like you're saying, we soak up so many things, so yes, we are going to get low moves, mm-hmm. and we are going to, and even the high moves, I think you forget, that's also a situation mm-hmm. we have to focus on, because I only recently found out this year about high-functioning um, depression, depression. Yeah. and I started to realise, I think I know quite a few people that, yeah. but obviously I'm not you know, qualified to diagnose, but I can tell from the patterns that you're mentioning, if it's going on for a very long time, mm-hmm. and you're all mm, 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 and I'm just thinking, no, <laughs> not saying that you being good is bad, yeah. but this is overly yeah. more than who you who I think you are, should I say? But also, a lot of people, because I guess when people are coming to therapy, they think it mm. has to be like an immediate traumatic issue. It doesn't. Um, but a lot of people don't actually know that you can actually come into therapy because maybe you're experiencing so much good things and you actually don't know how to handle it because you've never known how to handle right. good things. The compliments, the good news, exactly. the blessings. The... So you begin to yeah. sabotage that. Oh, yeah. And literally, you cycle back into a bad pattern. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You know, it, yeah, because that, that's maybe something that you didn't grow up in your household knowing. So, right. how do you actually Positive affirmations, you don't exactly. know, and reinforcement, you don't know about it. This is it. So, wow. Yeah. So, talking on that, then in three words, described by therapy is important. Um, so, I'd say, oh, okay, three words. Yeah, see? <laughs> yeah, not sentences. Um, I made sure I put yeah, words. Three words. Um, grace. Okay. Vulnerability. Mm change i like that i really do like that because i can even just yeah i can see that because like we just touched on earlier change is good evolving is meant to occur Mm -hmm. not just in age and bodies but mind Mm -hmm. i think we forget that just because okay you're 30 or you're 35 or you're 25 okay i'm older but evolving needs to take place in the mind too Mm -hmm. this career may not be the career you once dreamt about or chose or thought you know i'm gonna love but then Obviously, you're going to digress, right? You're going to figure out, what do I like? What are my passions? Change is supposed to occur. Mm-hmm. So when you change, and someone's saying you've changed, I'm just like, well, yeah, duh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to have changed. Like, yeah. if I once was a negative Nazi and today I'm there positive, take that as a good thing, number one. Secondly, it's because I'm involved and I'm starting to see a new aspect and I've changed my perspective on things. What I see with that is a boundary and not mm. everybody is going to be open to understanding your new boundaries. Speak on boundaries. So, you've touched on it, so now you've got to speak on <laughs> So when you're saying you've changed, and I guess other people are not understanding, that could be from a place where they, they don't understand change, they haven't changed, so okay. to see someone else change is a bit difficult for them. Mm. But it's a boundary thing, and I guess boundaries is very important, but they don't have to be so electric, in a sense. I think when people think of boundaries, it's like, okay, I've built a fence, you can't cross here. Cut you off, block yeah. you, delete you, delete your number, I don't want to know who you are, I'm going to walk past you like you're a stranger, yeah. 
of what friendship where can exactly. it not yeah so if that's your that. boundary then that's that and that's something i can only explore with you in, in therapy <laughs> but i okay. guess sometimes boundaries like they actually can be soft mm, and it's just that uh-huh. change so it's you know somebody constantly keeps picking at the fact that you change and you know that well i actually like this change and i'm evolving mm. it's about you putting your boundary across of yes i have changed and i'd actually appreciate if you could not comment on that if it comes across as, you know, so saying it like that's okay. Yeah, so it's like okay. So Sorry, I feel like, like I'm in a session now yeah. because I'm just here. Yeah, if someone keeps commenting on your change and you feel mm. like it's in a negative way that they keep bringing you back to where you were, mm-hmm. you can actually say, yeah, I have changed and I've noticed that you then keep picking up we, on that. They can't see me. My hands, are, my hands on my face. <laughs> so then, how do we go from the whole like, okay? So for a very long time, I was always called over emotional. It's very like being over emotional or oh you care way too much or you you care about too many things and i used to think to myself it's because you don't care but that's okay you're the person that likes to be the don't care yeah i care because of just like you said the way i was brought and the Mm -hmm. way i was open to seeing a lot of things Mm -hmm. so it's that not everything was explained some things were explained Mm -hmm. i won't say they weren't but it's like it gets to a point like over explanation fawning Mm -hmm. how do i get to that place to actually say to you Without you thinking, oh, she's just triggered, or oh, da, da, da. I have to not care in it. As in, in what sense? As in, so you just said, so if yeah. it continues to keep happening, that you know, if they keep bringing it in a negative way, yeah. yeah. And what if that person, okay, so what if that person doesn't think they bring it in a negative way? In their mind, they're genuinely just trying to understand or adjust to this whole so, change, but the way they're doing it, you know, this mm-hmm. is coming across as not. So are you saying that you've, you're not that person that is overly emotional anymore, but they right. keep bringing it up? Right. Yeah, so, and you're now. FYI, this is not taking place. I'm giving exactly, an example. Yeah, no, because this is an example. Because <laughs> this is actually, bring up. this happened, yeah. yeah. Um, so you're no longer that over emotional person, and mm. they're thinking, of how did you get to the other side? They shock us to how exactly. now you're smiling, you're okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's something that is like, well, yeah, I've noticed that you keep on bringing up that I'm not that person anymore, and I'm not. I've changed. I've found mm. different coping mechanisms. And I've actually understand, understood things for like what they are. Would you not say that's over explaining? No, because what I'm saying okay. is I'm stating my boundary here. So okay. I'm, I'm, I'm nicely, politely telling you to not do that mm. again. So I'm literally just telling you I'm not in that place anymore. And to be, and this is what I'm saying is like this, you would only be saying this to your friend. So right, okay. you're not over explaining to your friend. Because, Otherwise, yeah. you would, do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So yeah, I'm not in that place anymore. And, you know, I found the coping mechanisms that, best suit me and this is yeah, who I, I am now me. exactly yeah. and I'll just appreciate if you could just not consistently bring it up because I just don't want to engage with that part anymore because I've actually moved from it and also sometimes I've even said before to people that you know what I'd rather not discuss this here I've yeah, actually got a I safe space yeah, like yeah. I've got a therapist or yeah. mental where I feel safe enough to discuss it there yeah. not that it's yeah. any shade yeah. on you but it's just that I feel safe while doing it and yeah contained. that works for me exactly I feel more yeah. contained in that space yeah okay this is really good so diving um let's bring it back so you're right and you wrote a book called letters from the heart yes explain that how did you the title alone is just a bit Ooh, it's, it's, it's one I'm going to have to yeah, yeah dive into but like how did you get to this phase of one publishing people think it's easy <laughs> it's not Absolutely. hence the writer's block but um, how did you even compile all these letters and what did you choose and how was that process for you um, so I um, so on my Instagram I write like really short quotes love about, them thank yeah, you so I kind of already knew that it was going to take that structure mm. um, and I wanted it to be easily digestible um, okay. so I wanted people to read short snappy things that they can relate to I always say that letters from the heart is is basically 
things that you'd want to write on your status or write up and share online, but you don't mm. want people to know your business. So you can actually use the book and put it Ooh. up and people won't know that it's about you. This is shade is known for me, but this is shade <laughs> on social media because that is the truth. Yeah, because yes. I guess sometimes that when you... If we repost, sorry to not if we repost that meme or mm-hmm. that picture that's trending, yeah. since I know you're going through it. Because <laughs> you, yeah. you've been this one at once. Talk to me, let me in. <laughs> What's going on? So, no, you're right. Yeah, and it could just be something that is like, actually, I know someone else that relates to that. Yeah. I find it funny or I find it relatable, etc. So, yeah, the journey of that was like, mm. I remember two people um, asked me in the space of like a week, like, would you ever write a book? And I thought, oh my God, the second person has said this now, like, Must be maybe slightly. I should. Yeah, exactly. Because I wasn't really thinking of writing a book until I was like maybe in my 40s. You always said this. Yeah. So, when you hit 30s, it's not now. But the dream was that be hippie, travel, yeah. ride, eat, eat, pray, love. You know that yeah. kind of vibe, right? Oh, God, I had an eat, pray, love moment, oh, honestly. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, that. Yeah, so I thought, okay. So then I started writing that. And, yeah, essentially, it's literally about us. And when I say us, I mean anyone that connects to it and feels like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm touched by this. Yeah. I resonate with this. So it's not like, oh, this is exclusively about me. No, mm-hmm. it's literally about the different people in my life, right. in, in, in the community, in the outer community, people I've spoken to. So it's a collection of, like, combined letters from mm. the different conversations I've had in life. Okay. I've literally just put them into different quotes. Um, I'm so sad that I actually forgot to bring it today because I actually would have read an excerpt. But, mm, um, yeah, so that's Letters from the Heart. And where can we get that? Amazon. So right now, exclusively on Amazon, you can mm. order it on Amazon. But yeah, just hoping that it comes. I love that. I love that. I love that you're very open. But I give special. <laughs> um, what would you tell your younger self now? Now that you're for you, this question is different because now that you, <laughs> now that you're, now that you're like What would you actually tell your younger self? I'm sorry, I've never laughed at this question, but knowing your field, yeah, this must be completely like, and it's not linear, honestly. Girl, so um, a little time. Break it what down. What would I tell my younger self? I think I would say continue to trust your intuition with both women and men um <laughs> because obviously you go through different things mm. in life mm. with that platonic romantic so mm. trust mm. your intuition continue to be free mm. um and you are going to be extremely wise that is so scary <laughs> yeah mm. Mm. yeah i relate to all of those <laughs> yeah. yeah okay yeah. I really tap into yeah. my inner child now, so I do a lot of things okay. like I paint a lot, I, I knit, I do like so many different things Amazing. to tap into that. So okay. even like in my journals, I like I have like the smiley face stickers to like just you know tell my I literally got them from Wilco. Noted, noted, noted. Yeah, noted, so it's noted. like when you've like done something, achieved something. You know, like when we was younger, I just want a tick. I need a smile. Put a smile. Like, you know, when we was younger, we had the gold star stickers. Do that. Yeah, exactly. Yes, so I do all of those stuff to to honor that inner child. That's really nice. Um, and there's nothing yeah. wrong with honoring the inner child, is there? Nothing. Yes, I am. I am. My tone is sarcastic for those <laughs> that are listening. There's nothing wrong with it, is there? Absolutely, you should because you should not yeah. be far from that inner child. Thank you very much. Even says it in the Bible about being youthful. Anyway, hand on heart, I love resonating with the inner child in me. Mm-hmm. Like honestly. During pandemic, I found one of my favorite shows, and I will never forget when oh, you left Nickelodeon. And just oh, I went through, but it was nostalgic. It was amazing. I stole by Ginger, and I promise you, I was so I don't know. Not everyone knows it, but it was on Nickelodeon, and 
I knew the theme tune because it was Macy Gray mm-hmm. and I know her voice. And I was just like, I was watching it and I actually remember the day where this, to, to some some ways, but to me this was making me happy. But I teared up. I was so happy yeah. because I thought the kid in me is rejoicing yeah, so right yeah, now. That is amazing. And then I stumbled on everything, Saved by the Bell, and oh. I went in and I went in and I went in and I thought, okay, I can see now where, how I think, where mm-hmm. this went. But people don't know that it's happening in the chat. That part of me brought safety. Yeah, no, And honestly. it was great. And yes, I idolised other relationships or what a family may be or how to, how a relationship may go. And obviously, as I've grown older, I know it's not always that or always seems, but just knowing that I was a child and I was that innocent mm. was beautiful for yeah. me because relating to your inner child is so important. I think that's why I write now and why I read so much and why I get joy from exactly. all of these little, little things because I love it. Even when you hear an old school song, I'm just like, yeah, play that again because yeah. no one knows the joy mm-hmm. it brings me. Exactly. Like when I listen to Desiree, you got to be... I can bop my head mm-hmm. because I know listening to that in my dad's car and was playing on magic, it's mm-hmm. good times. Yeah. So the fact that you said that, it makes you feel okay that I do Tapping, like... I love it. Tapping. I always say to, like, one of my friends, like, I was like, well, if, like, something's going on and it's mm. overwhelming, I'm like, have you danced today? Literally. They do that on Grey's Yeah. Like, that. honestly, because you just need to tap into what it is mm. that makes you happy. Like, similar to you, um, obviously people are going to be like, oh, why are you watching that? But I used to be because, on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Since <gasps> I watched it too. Yeah, and like when I started watching it again, I thought, oh my God, I was really happy. But also I was thinking, it's really interesting watching these shows like mm. now mm. as to when you were younger. We were watching quite a lot of shows I that know. Um, I think were a bit too grim. Exactly. And every show really showed like a girl being hungry for a boy or relationships yeah. or cliques or the best friends. Yeah. So it made people go to school thinking, That's I mean, it. I think everyone went to watch Zoe when I went to thought, yeah, this is college. Like, yeah. I hear that all the time and I'm thinking, no, but it really did sell on people's dreams. I can see how <laughs> exactly. it did pages, all this stuff. I'm not knowing that we are in the UK, this doesn't mm-hmm. really actually take place. Exactly. But you're right. To be the Teenage Witch, I remember watching it and I thought, have I ever watched the ending of this? And I realised I hadn't. I, yeah, I don't did think, you? I don't think, I don't think, I haven't finished um, watching this. We'll ready for you, but go for it. Literally, like, I haven't finished. I still need to like catch up. Mm. But even now I'm thinking, I don't know if I actually got to the end of yeah, it. Yeah, I never did. So the ending really took me to surprise. I was like, okay. Yeah, so I need, okay, I need to go back No, no, really, because that's when I realised, I've never watched really, this yeah, season. I know yeah. now um, they've got it on Netflix, like the, when she grows older, but apparently that's a very like creepy. No, that's thriller, glory, yeah, and I don't know why they that. did it like that, and I said, that's going to ruin it for me. Yeah. But Sabrina Teenage Witch is on Prime, because I'm on Prime. Yeah, that's how I was watching it. Yeah, yeah so, so I'm going to, Go ahead. Continue, yeah. I love that. Tap into the inner child. Hmm. I love. I love that because no, I think many need to do that because everyone's like, no, but you're not a child anymore. But it's like, but you do realize that was the first stage of your life, right? Yeah. So when you're saying to people, oh, they haven't grown up, or that's all they know. Some people, unfortunately, that is all they know. Yeah. And also, that is their comfort space. It's not that they're scared to grow up, but I believe that some people they realize this is what they want to hold on to, but they don't know that if you don't heal that child in you, yeah. the adult in you suffers. Also, a lot of people, as you say, psychologically, mm. you might be stuck at the age of their trauma. So they think that they have grown up. So they might be Stop 28, it. but actually, psychologically, you are 12 because you're still stuck at your age of your trauma. So, which is why you might no one can see my face to... right now with my hands <laughs> on my face and I'm in shock. Yeah, so that's why maybe you find it hard to communicate, hard to commit, etc., because you're stuck at the age of your trauma. Mentally, right? Obviously, yeah. I'm worried for you. Yeah. Do you know why? Because sometimes, and I'll say it as a joke, and I'll be like, the 27 year old me understands, but the 6 year old me is very, very angry today. Yeah. And I actually say that all the time. I can say it in the house, I say it in the friendship, I say it at work, and I'll be like, no, no, I get it, but the 6 year old me, I can't, like, I'm not having it today. Mm-hmm. 
But the twenty seven year old me is very calm. Yeah. You know, she, she understands. Yeah. She's like, but the six year old me is like, hello, hi, I'm here. Yeah. Um, don't want to be left out. Yeah. Um, Knock, knock, like, do you, exactly. do you see me? Do you see yeah. me? Then the six year old in me is like, if you don't just firm it and keep it moving, Honestly. I'm just like, that's so crazy that you say you're stuck because I'm girl and I need help. <laughs> I don't want to be stuck at these ages, but wow. Yeah, so I guess tapping into that inner child is what will help because you'll be able to like mm. try and heal. And obviously, something healing is a journey, yes, and so it's not always going to be like glorious and great. Would you say it ever completes? Like it ever, it's, I don't know if I love English, but would you ever say your healing is ever complete? Yeah, it's ever done? I think it's, it's that's individual, like okay. how you see it. I think you may grow from it. So mm. you may, I think you learn to understand it maybe. We learn to manage it. Um, mm. So, because it, it's memories and you can't get rid of memories. So they, they might become distant in the back wow. of your brain, so they might not be as present as what they usually are. But they are. can be triggered by a sense exactly. or a song. Or, so you, mm. you just learn to manage it, basically. And I guess you learn to either manage it in an effective way, mm-hmm. so you learn how to cope, or you don't. You go on the other side of that. But yeah, I don't... I, I, I'd say the only way someone would say that it's complete is because mm. they've learned the effective ways of how to manage it, where right. it doesn't affect them anymore. So I'm going to do something brave here, because I feel like I'm going to run the tour. <laughs> Just talking to me in a few minutes, yeah? Analyzing me. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't worry. Okay. I just, because it's, it would be good for growth. Mm-hmm. But just because I never do this, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I sense you might give me something to the spirit or the soul that I am needing or wanting to hear. So we just, uh, I don't know, average how long we've been speaking. Mm-hmm. What vibe have I, that's the question. What vibe have I given off to you? In all honesty. I think you have given a very expressive vibe. Mm-hmm very expressive mm-hmm. um i don't want this to sound like okay we're going into some you know <laughs> psychological prophecy kind of honestly but yeah no you, you come across as very expressive um okay. very articulate um i think it, it i think what i hear from what you're saying is you, it sounds like you know exactly what you want mm. but there's just reservations about it maybe because there's been a lot of um maybe like knockdowns from people Mm -hmm. who have maybe made you shift and shake from what Mm. it is but a lot of those times those are like people's projections so I guess maybe people's projections have maybe made you question certain things but I think it doesn't shift from the fact that you know exactly what you want, which is why you probably always get back to that place of doing Mm. what it is that you need to do. Wow Yeah, she didn't know the head. Because um, <laughs> that is so true. And I feel like that's why I'm at this stage of it may look like change to others and evolving. But mm. to me, it's like I'm just getting in touch with Priscilla again. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like it's feeling nice not yeah. taking the projections yeah. I used as I've now grown up to realize it was, it was just that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, let's move on before we turn into a therapy session because we'll be here forever. Um, Advice to younger generation in regards to identity. Mm. So being in your field, like, what would you advise them? Oh, gosh, identity is such a big one for everybody. And I think everybody is on a daily walk of actually identifying who they are. And that shifts and changes. Um, So at your core, you might have, you know, your morals and values, but you Mm -hmm. change. Um, And, like, I guess, okay, we're talking about younger people. Yeah. But I guess there's there's so much... 
I think that the Gen Z are all in yeah, anyway. put them together. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's go with them. Um, yeah, I think it's so difficult for them because they're in an era where everything is actually very much remote, phone, etc. Mm, so yeah. they're just seeing certain things and thinking, "This is how I have to be." Okay. And I, I, I really do fear the the kind of crisis that comes with that. Yeah, and who they'll produce exactly. Um, so I think it's important for them to really like tap into what it is they like to do, like and own what it is they like for themselves mm. and not feel that they have to follow the crowd, etc. Because following the crowd doesn't always lead you where you need to go. Tell you that. Um, and just kind of own and be bold about what it is they want to do and what they like. Because, you know, when they kind of follow people and kind of think, okay, this is how I need to fit in, you pay the consequences for that. But they're following because of trends, like exactly. you said. So they didn't get the same... Um, upbringing that we got you can even tell in depending if you have younger siblings i can even tell from the siblings um that are way way younger than me and i'm just like not just that my parents are relaxed but the way they are they are no they are thank you you can say it but like yeah they relax from them and it's more like a sense of they have a lot of ownership don't you think i think they're stronger they're braver but they don't realize that they're being stronger about the wrong things and it open it's opening these doors and things to they don't like you said they don't know the circumstances of what they're doing yeah it's it's interesting because i feel like even though like you know our generation has had their trauma etc i feel like we did tap into a lot of play um whereas that generation yes i don't feel like yeah yeah, yeah. we had a lot of play and we only got introduced to like phones etc like very later on really i'd say even like college no you're right you're right which is very late in the development but which was very helpful for us very good um but i guess with them they don't tap into a lot of play so it's like their identity is already questioned because it's like i don't even know what play real play they don't know about playing in the park during your summer holidays scooter they just know it's electric they don't know that you had to push for it to go they don't like knock down ginger. I'm not saying hey, I'm going for a ginger because <laughs> now nah, I'm at this age, it don't disturb anyone. But exactly. do you know what I mean? They don't know these things snakes and ladders, Nokia, snake. They don't know all the things that we were so curious to know, but we had fun in knowing it. Mm-hmm. The discussions with your parents and asking, like, how were you when you were a child? Like, you don't hear these conversations in the household anymore. It's all like, oh, mum, I saw this thing on TikTok. Let me just show you. Yeah. And it's like, everything has to be guarded and centralized on what is shown to them and if they don't know it and don't miss out on it it's like they're behind Mm -hmm. in not knowing what's going on but i'd say it's important to teach them because Mm. you know in certain places they're not going to see exactly yeah because we also have to understand that this is the time that they're growing up in so to an extent it's okay um, for them i guess when it becomes too much that's the problem so I always say teach them what you know so okay. teach them how to paint teach them how to knit teach them the things that you knew that were helpful in terms of play introduce them to it and then see what they make of it they might tap into it when they're having you know their times etc um but I think yeah I guess in terms of identity for them it's definitely an ongoing journey and I think it's just important for them to be able to be bold and brave about what it is that they feel mm. is unique for them um and always talk to people. Always talk to people if you're not sure, um, because you know their age makes. But there's not. There's only so much they can advise each other. Yes. But they should always feel encouraged to talk mm. to other people about it. Even an older sibling, because we are from another exactly. like, generation, so we can actually break it down to you. Because when the, when I get conversations with my little brothers, I'm just like, yeah, and I'll be like, say that again. 
you know, break it down and be like, you're old, man. I'll be like, first and foremost, you're such old as. <laughs> Secondly, I get what you're saying, but the way you're saying it, yeah. I realise, and I realise that's also how my parents would say to me exactly. as well. So it's all about breaking it down and yeah. also communication is key. It's comprehension. Exactly. That's how we will not understand these Gen Z's. So I agree with that. What's next for Laura Jake? Oh, oh sorry, that was a deep question. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Yes. Um, I'd say elevation, for sure. Okay. Um, I am planning to elevate in the different areas of my life, God willing. Love it. Um, Love it. Yeah. I think people ask me what they're saying on the book coming. I want just about to ask me. I want this book to do what, what it's supposed to, to do. Mm-hmm. Um and it served what is needed to serve at the moment, but I know there's still more mm-hmm. for it. Um there, there will be. I just don't know exactly when. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm going to be tapping into more writing and different spaces. So I guess I'm I'm going to be tapping into things that I guess where God is calling me, I'm going, mm. basically. So I, I guess all I can say is I'll be elevating in different fields. Um, but yeah, I'm just really exploring things that interest me and seeing okay. if I like it, if yeah. I don't. Um, but yeah, I guess this is why I'm like, don't box me because I could be doing different things. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And that's just what you want to do. Exactly. Time. Yeah. So yeah. I'm bringing it back to the riddle. So I'm repeating it for you. Yeah. And I have to take it in. So if I have it, mm-hmm. I don't share it. Mm-hmm. If I share it, I don't have it. What is it? And it kind of links with this skeleton. Oh, do you know what? Initially, I was going to say heart, but I thought moving too deep. I don't know. I'm still a bit like. No, you went prophecy side. <laughs> what? I'm still like, is it time? I'm not sure. You think time? Yeah. Okay. It's a secret. Oh, if I have it, yeah. I don't share it. If I share it, I don't, I don't have, have it. it. Yes. Oh, why did I think of that? Yeah. But this is what riddles do to you, so don't worry. Don't worry. It's okay. Hopefully, one day someone comes in and gets it, and yeah, yeah. that'll be great. <laughs> Um, let us know your socials where we can find you. You better plug your newsletter. Thank you. Yes. So subscribe to my newsletter. So that is on my um, website. So www.laurajnu.com or you can find me on Instagram at laurajnu and then on my link tree you can subscribe mm-hmm. to that. So yeah, Instagram um, and my website. Yeah. So www.laurajnu.com <laughs> and my Instagram is laurajnu. Lovely, and I have been Selahini, your host. This is Selahini Podcast. You can find us on CEO the Writer Studio on Instagram, and I even forget to plug my newsletter, so let me not um, blast us. Yes, um, you can subscribe to our bi weekly newsletters as well via the link in our client Instagram. Thank you, Laura. This has been very insightful, enlightening, and yeah, I've learned a lot. Don't know about yeah. you, Ben, but I've learned a lot. But thank you very much thank for coming you. on. Thank you. Thank you.